You ready? Yep. How about you? Yep. Start it up. It was a giant tick. I mean, huge. Giant what? Big blood-sucking tick. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I prefaced it with blood-sucking yes. so my enunciation might suck. But So anyway, one of my friends goes and tries to yank it off. Just like grab it and start pulling on it. Yank oh. what off? The tick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was yanking on it. Yeah. You know. I'm not going to make it tonight. <laughs> pulling on it. So he, he's trying to... Anyway... Long story short, that's how we found out that you use heat. Yeah. You know, or some, some kind of heater. I think my dad heated up a needle mm-hmm. or something, a sewing needle or, a, you know, something, and poked it, and it released. And I think my dog ended up catching Nasty. some disease or something. <laughs> but it was huge. I'll never forget it. And we didn't have very many family pets when I was young, so maybe that's why. But I'll never forget that tick that was on my dog. It's huge. Hmm. You saying, you know, this about ticks, but... Made mm-hmm. me think about that. So you can go ahead and start it off. Everybody, have you heard? That Michael's back? Hey! Yeah, Michael. <laughs> Episode three. Reunion. Our first returning guest. And, Hayden, <gasps> and Hayden's back. I'm back from the beach. And Hayden's back. How about that? <laughs> we didn't go together. No. We weren't there together. No. How? Well, first off, how was the beach? <laughs> it was good. Weather sucked for the first half, but then it cleared up, and then we had a good time. So, you know, it's a bummer when you get to the beach, and it's just like tropical storm going on and you're just like man well yeah. when you're looking at the seven day outlook or whatever and you see 60 70 percent chance of rain and... oh no it said like a hundred basically every day while we were there but you just know you know how beach weather is it could be saying 100 percent chance of thunderstorms and then half a day goes by and they'll change the whole forecast oh never just kidding it's gonna be sunny the way the weather can change so yeah. quick, yeah. And that's exactly what happened. It was forecasted to be terrible, and we were just like, well, this sucks. What are we Googling, like, what can we do in Destin that's, when it's storming? and Which we did find a bunch of fun stuff, and we had a great time on the days where it was rainy. So we went to, like, the uh, England Air Base down in Destin, which is awesome. They have an SR-71A Blackbird there. There's only four of those in the whole world, hmm. and they got one of them. So it's the fastest plane That's ever. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. How far was it's Eglin Air Force Base, right? Yeah. How far was that from where you guys were? Ten minutes. Oh, it's in Fort so Walton. Right. Eglin's technically in Fort Walton, but Destin Fort Walton, they're like a mile from each other. Did I see a picture of an A ten? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. For we uh we, the, and they have an A ten cockpit that you can get in inside the museum and that we like took pictures of like me and Harding in the cockpit and outside. Yeah. The, so is that the plane that David was talking yeah. about? Yeah, the cool our guest, that? David Williams. Yeah. Air Force, my man. Episode he, six, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, but that's the plane he works on. So we we bought a little souvenir A-10, A-10 and got our pictures with it. And that's it was, cool. It was a good time. Harding loves it, I bet. Oh, yeah. He was just airplane to everything. <laughs> but no, that SR-71A, that's a cool plane. If you don't know what that is, you should look that up because it's a cool plane. Very fast. Well, I bet Harding, you know, I'm sure he realized that he wasn't at home. I bet he still had fun. Oh yeah, it was... not not really realizing that the weather sucked and you know oh, he wasn't yeah. able to we, go to the beach. We and... did that. We went to the Gulfarium Aquarium, and that was a lot of fun. You know, there's turtles and sharks and fish and birds, and it's an aquarium. All things that don't interest you, Michael. Mm-mm. 
<laughs> water. Dude. Water. 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 Dude, no. Actually, what thing that was really cool is they have alligators there, and they had a big alligator there. This sucker was oh, like yeah? How big? 12 foot long big. This thing was gigantic. And we just so happened to come across, like, be going by the exhibit when they were doing, like, the feeding time. And there was people in there with little sticks with a big red ball on the end of it, guiding these giant gators out of the pond and, like, feeding them in front of everybody. Feeding them what? Fish. Little uh, chicken cutlets. Little children. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But no, I mean, like, dude, this one alligator was huge. I was just sitting there in awe. Like, I mean, there was a hundred people around, of course in awe at this moment like when they had this giant thing out of the water throwing chicken at it i was just like god chicken <laughs> <laughs> throwing chicken, chicken. In an chicken. like rotisserie like <laughs> all right <laughs> here you go but no that place here you go boy cool. <laughs> it was it was pretty decent it was pretty decent but but the gator that that was they had a big gator on on staff there nice <laughs> on staff yeah. in the, in the lineup on the payroll on payroll <laughs> yeah so good, you guys are able to have fun in crappy weather. So crappy weather for a couple of days. Yeah, so cool. Just, it's good to have you back. That's right. I'm glad yeah. to be back. <clears throat> for sure. I feel like it's been too long, even though it's only been like two weeks. I feel us. Actually, no, because we did record the episode before that a little early. Yeah, so, so it, it was... has been like two and a half weeks since we've mm-hmm. done this with mm-hmm. me. Oh. Yeah, you rusty. You gonna be able to? No, I'm good. Can you do this? I'm good. <laughs> you can handle it. Yeah. What about you? I'm scared shit. Are you crusty? Yeah, I'm crusty. Are they crusty? Rusty, dusty. <laughs> Busty. Busty. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> you are looking a little busty over here. I'm not kidding. Yeah, how much you bench? Your mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have you back, Michael. Oh, I missed you the whole time. Yeah, man. It's it's good to have you back. Been waiting in that damn van. You just now got me out. I know. <laughs> we tricked you into reaching into that bucket, and that was that. Where's the candy? Yep. The candy and the chloroform, and then game yeah. over. Sorry, the old man takes over from there. I like you know, it. see him sitting over there. Yeah, yeah so he, he watches. It is what it is. <laughs> anyway, everybody, have you heard the ticks are so damn bad this year? Yeah, man, that what? was the lead-in. Tick, oh, tick, tra- tick. Transition. <laughs> <laughs> We're real good at transitions around here. Don't yeah. you know that? Uh, let's scare everyone. News at six today. Are you going to die of ticks? So yeah, the ticks, man. What do you mean? Because you live out here in the woods. There's ticks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently ticks are on the rise this year, mm-hmm. especially Lyme disease carrying ones, which is a little freaky. I assumed good. all of them carried Lyme. Uh, no, actually, like not that many do. It's about a half and half kind of thing. And it also just depends on where you are and yeah. how far on either direction of that half you are. But uh, <laughs> So you can look at a tick and just think. <laughs> Oh, okay, it doesn't have Lyme. Mm-hmm. I mean, good. around here, there's not been many recorded cases, but there have been some in Tennessee. Yeah. It's not as prevalent as it is in other states. But it's more the deer ticks, right? Yeah, it's the deer mm-hmm. tick. They're the one that carries it the most. It's not like the wood ticks. I don't, I mean, I'm sure they all could have it. But yeah. They all suck. I don't want one on my, literally, for my sure. under areas. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's where he goes with it. <laughs> That's where I they like to get, man. That's, yeah, they get gotta, like in any crevice. Yeah. Like you'll find them on your waistline. Like crevasse. That's, crevasse. A good, <laughs> oh, a good crevasse or a plateau. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they like a good place where you're not going to notice them right away. When we went to the driving range the other day, yeah, and I stumbled off into the woods to take a piss. Yeah. The next morning in the shower, I got out of the shower Ooh. and there was a tick on my waist filling. Mm. That was a small one, but I was, was like, hung out right there. The hell is that? <laughs> yeah. So, 
if you find yourself with a tick on you, don't panic. Because it actually, like, you know, when a tick gets on you, there's, like, a process. It, like, spits its little saliva junk on you to numb. It's like an anesthetic that it kind of, like, gets your skin ready. So you don't feel the bite. So you don't feel it biting you. But the bite's also very, very slow. So they it takes, like, a day and a half or two days for them to actually bite you once they've, like, grabbed onto you. And you can't really get the Lyme disease, Lyme disease transfer unless they've, like, full-on dug into you. Embedded their head into you. Right. Yeah. So, Which is disgusting and scary to think about. Yeah, that's yes. that's the time when you're talking about you got to get the hot needle or something to get them out mm-hmm. just so they'll let go because mm-hmm. they're dug in. <laughs> I want to go take a bath. I'm, okay, yeah. but think ugh. about this. What's the longest it's taken you to prepare a meal? I don't know. Like, the longest? Or even th- Thanksgiving meal. How long does it take you to prepare that? An hour and a half. Okay. And they're preparing you for two days <laughs> yep. before they the slow bite roasting, you. the slow cooking. Oh yeah, oh man. But no, I mean basically, as long as you get that sucker off of you within the you know first day of you finding it, you're always going to be good. Yeah. So that's just getting good habits. If you're ever in a wooded area or tall grass, just give yourself a good once over when you go take a shower that evening. Make sure you don't got any in your under jeep, you know, areas. <laughs> Neither <laughs> your regions. nether regions. Yeah, your nether regions. <laughs> so, so don't freak out. Just give yourself a little once over. They're just up this year, so that's yeah. the reason why we're talking about it. Yeah, you live out here, and I remember uh, your brother come over before you went on vacation, mm-hmm. and I remember him walking inside, and he found a tick on his leg just walking through the grass. From Never coming here again. His car. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. the horror stories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we made sure this van is clean. The last okay. time you were here was the Japanese Hornet. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't it? seen him lately either, so I don't know where he went. He's a loner. That assassin of a hornet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm. everybody take some showers. <laughs> Clean yourself. Everybody have you heard? About Charlie Sheen's crazy ass. <laughs> uh, what'd he do? So, he, what year was it that he was winning? What, what was that? What? Was that the 2013, 2014, or was it sooner than that? Winning? Oh, man, it's been a few it's years. A winning! Yeah. When he was just, thing. this is... A spiral of degradation. Oh, a spiral and... of cocaine binge after eight ball after eight ball. Just <laughs> the, I wish I could remember some of the quotes that he had. The things that he was saying and claiming were just crazy. But the, actually, this isn't about that. Um, <laughs> this is about him, like him spending when he spent some of his celebrity money when he was really famous back in the eighties, nineties. He bought a bunch of sports memorabilia. Huge, huge Boston Red Sox fan. So he bought Babe Ruth's first 1927 World Series ring back a long time ago. What's that run? Well, he's selling it now, so I'll get to that. Okay. But he's also bought uh, – Babe Ruth was I – don't, I don't know if you're not big fans of baseball or maybe you've heard or not that Babe Ruth was sold from the Red Sox to the Yankees mm-hmm. for $100,000 and a $300,000 loan. What, what do they loan. call that? Like the biggest mistake ever? Or what was that? Oh, have Curse a, of the Bambino. Is that what that's called? Because yeah. Because after that, it took forever for like the Red Sox to win. For the Red Sox to win a World Series. Gotcha. That's they were cursed for, for trading. Get, for getting rid away of the greatest player yeah. that, yeah. you know, arguably in the history of any sport, you know, or whatever. I knew there was something with that. I just couldn't come a finger So on. anyway, Charlie Sheen has the a copy of the document of the sale of Babe Ruth to the Yankees, and he has Babe Ruth's World Series ring that he's putting for sale. So the prior co- the other guy's copy of the sale document for Babe Ruth's the transaction, the guy on the Yankee side of it, 
his copy sold for nine hundred and ninety six thousand dollars. Okay, so a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> so Charlie Sheen, either he doesn't have good information, or it's just bad luck, or he's just Charlie Sheen. But he bought. Does Bill Buckner mean anything to you? Yeah. Bill Buckner, there's a famous play in Red Sox history. They had a chance to win the World Series and break this curse of the Bambino in 1986 World Series. Game six, Bill Buckner, first baseman, routine ground ball comes his way, and it, he error. It just goes between his legs. The Red Sox end up losing that game, and then they end up losing the World Series. And that was like their last realistic shot in a long time. So there's a, you know, the Bill Buckner ball was something that Charlie Sheen bought. And then he bought it for like $93,000. That S- ball from that game? <laughs> sold it after having it for eight years. Sold it for $63,000, okay? Perfect. Eight years after that, someone else sold it for $412,000. What is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? Okay. Do you think there's a something else in that transaction that we don't know of? Oh, I'm sure there was... Yeah. It was a barter. Correct. (laughs) Yeah. Like magic beans, a goat, and here's a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah. We'll call it magic beans and a goat. Yeah. That's what the kids are calling it these days. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the the bids for the ring right now are estimated at around $600,000, but the bids for his side of the document are only estimated around $400,000 when the other guy got 900, a million for Hmm. it. So I just like I just kind of is he putting on like like, let go? Where's he selling this stuff? I'm sure he's broke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he's broke because the stories are that he had this like famous sports bar set up in his basement, Mm -hmm. and then he had all this memorabilia at the bar in his house. It's like going into like a TGI Fridays, but everything in there is real. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more cocaine. Hopefully, better food. But yeah. you know what I mean. What if you just like when you know when you go in there and there's a yeah. freaking baseball on the shelf and you're like, oh, but that's actually like the World Series of 1901 mm-hmm. game ball, right? You know, <laughs> with a red sticker on it. Yeah. <laughs> just, now nine ninety five. <laughs> oh, are we bothering you? No. Cool. We move on. Rude. Everybody, have you heard about these killer whales attacking fishing boats off the coast of Alaska? Anybody? <laughs> No, I didn't hear that. Good for them, though. <laughs> okay, well, so no, they're attacking like fishing boats that are going after fish that aren't. They're not like oh, not going after whales. Yeah, but isn't that their food? Spear yeah, they're hungry. They're hungry. Well, the thing is, is they're smart. Mm-hmm. They're letting all the fishermen catch them, and they're just stealing all their food nice. after they catch them. So there's stories of these fishermen that are being trailed by pods of killer whales up to miles of like three thousand miles. Okay, back and forth and back and forth. They fill up their net with, say, I don't know, 12,000 pounds of fish. And then as soon as they get it full, four of them attack at the same time, <laughs> saw through the nylon rope, That's crazy. and then just eat all of it. Gone. So there's this, this one fisherman recently. The reason it's a have you heard is this one fisherman tells this story about how he wastes like 12, 1,200 gallons of gas trying to outrun some of them runs on silent for like 12 hours and then ends up losing 16,000 pounds of fish his entire haul hmm. from his trip to these killer whales that are just you've heard how super smart they are right oh yeah they're the ones that we talked about what was it episode four the or something sea, when you Three. brought up the sea world oh, yeah his episode yeah yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah yeah that was hey mm-hmm. well, it, Make, it all comes yeah. back it around. all comes back around yeah, yeah. it all comes back around it sure does, really does. yeah <laughs> No, like you just said, they travel like 3,000 miles, okay? 
think about something that walks around like that. When you walk around, you walk around in the thousands of miles in a tiny tank, you know, mm-hmm. just to make that point. But just yeah, think yeah. about the plotting that yeah. goes behind that and the patience and just the calculation behind the strike and how awesome that is. <laughs> I mean, that's just like Native Americans going around the plains following the buffalo. Just haunting. Yeah. They're just haunting this fisherman. Yeah. I mean, just... Is that what it sounds like? Hmm, you sure. know, on, an, on another <laughs> water. No- in the water, it's in Morse code. Yeah. yeah. On another whale note, so this is this is something them. that's really neat that I, I thought was. <laughs> it's very sad, mom. It's very sad, but it's also very neat and intriguing, and it goes to the point of how smart whales are. So you you've heard of like whale beachings? Yeah. Lots of whales are all washed up on the beach at the same time. Uh-huh. Dolphins do it too. Well, I guess they're whales, so. But no, like the theory. I'm not following that one. Okay, I'm gonna let him go. No, okay, okay, wait, just just let me. Let, okay, no, no, no. Whales are of why that happens. I've never heard that. No, of like why whales beach themselves like that is what I'm getting at, and it's 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 because of how smart they are actually. So the theory goes behind: if one whale gets confu- gets in too shallow water, gets confused on which direction is which way, which can happen in shallow water because they use echolocation, and when you're too shallow, it doesn't work well. Okay, so whale gets stuck, can't move, he's there. Okay, the other whales, being as smart and apathetic as they are, they actually beach themselves too to try and get to him to, to save it and end up getting stuck themselves. And then another one tries, and then another one tries. I would use a counter argument to say that how is it smart if they keep trying? Well, I'm saying if the that... first one does it out of apathy, I get it. So, yeah, sure. They're going to do it. And then the second one sees one lying dead on the beach and one stuck in shallow water. And then he, maybe he goes and dies. But then if a third one goes and does it without, like, starting to I guess ah, I was for like, help, like... That's more like sheep. Gosh, I extreme, feel like I'm really there. Yeah. Not many animals are sentient enough to have such high amounts of apathy towards another creature. Right. I've heard is that what, that's something that is, separates is, them is their... That's the really empathy. The point. They, they think feel, that yeah. that's what's causing them to do it. Like one, it's not apathy. It's empathy that we're talking about. That's what I meant to say. Yes, apathy Sorry. means you don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Oops. do it. Yeah, empathy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. They're very empathetic yes. animals. I think you both of us said it, so it's okay. Yeah, but that's what they think is going on. It's just really neat, like mm. to think that that's could because they don't have the answer to why they do it. It just happens every now and again, and there'll be a whole like fifty. I'm just not going to sign on to the camp where they say it's because they're so smart. I'm, I'm going to counter that with then I mean, why this do was they a, beach themselves? This was a research paper I was reading about, so I mean, of course, they could probably explain it better on where their research led them to believe that. That was just like the outcome of it. But I like my fisherman story about how smart <laughs> they are, as opposed to how beach how they beached and killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, that took a turn. I mean, I think the reasoning is educated. For sure, execution I, I, is where they're failing. So to have that kind of brain thought as a animal, it seems my, pretty educated and smart. But yeah, how do you know so that's strange. why they're going? This was just like a research paper I read. I don't oh, remember okay. everything that it said, but yeah. it was essentially that was their outcome. Was that the we can move on? But no, the, the, I'm just the, I'm <laughs> just thinking a, a sheep jumping off a cliff, a cliff, and another one following it. That's funny. we wouldn't consider that smart. No, like they were. And then they, a third they attempt, one following They attempt it to too. go into the shallow water to save their friend, 
I don't. Is what if a, the sheep is they going get to do the same thing? They gotta eventually figure out it's not working. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can't. I mean, they're not like intelligence. I'm just saying, like the fact that they would try. It's interesting, but I don't know if I can call it mm-hmm. smart. The fact that they would try yeah. is the point that they were trying to make. That they're caring. Yeah, right. I like it. I like that they're trying to rob fishermen too. That's cool. <laughs> that I mean, yeah, that's economically smart. Yeah, that, that helps. <laughs> so you, you, you. You, you. Everybody, have you heard? Oh, about the NBA awards. They did their first award show, which I thought was kind of silly, but money is money, so they'll take it when they can get it. <clears throat> what, what's the NBA awards? Why are you so mad at them? Oh, I'm not mad. <laughs> I'm not mad at all. <laughs> they took my money, so I, yeah. I don't care. But the NBA awards is just an award show, just like any other award show that you've ever seen on TV. Or heard about the NFL did it first. They made a TV show out of it, and it's just yeah. money. money. And now they they've so turned it into So this is the first sports. year for the NBA doing such a thing. They've had it a few years. Okay, so but it's not like something that's been around forever. Mm-mm. No, okay, because I've never heard of it. So that's not I'm... televised anyway. Okay, yeah, yeah, but it's a big deal this year because of I guess the MVP race. I knew who it was going to be. I'm not saying that they told me or anything because oh, wow. they didn't, <laughs> but. It ended up being Russell Westbrook. Hell yeah. It should be, right? Um, because he ended up having 42 triple-doubles, which means he got double digits in points and rebounds and assists in 42, 42 games. Wow. Yeah, and then his stats ended up averaging that, too. He ended up averaging over 30 points and over 10 rebounds and over 10 assists. Yeah. 31, 10, and 10. Yeah, mm-hmm. so good for him. Jeez. I can't remember how many vo- votes he ended up winning above i think it was james harden who came in second but i didn't look at the voting either but it's kind of crazy to think that he won the award he had the best stats Mm. he was not the most valuable player in the league though if you go by the definition of the words valuable valuable player so i agree i don't understand how lebron james doesn't win it every single year i really don't i mean kevin kevin durant was the most valuable player in the finals yeah to the to the finals in the, that matchup, but LeBron James should win it every single season. It's it's politics that he doesn't. So, May, in my yeah. opinion, and I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm, I agree because I don't think Steph Curry should have won back to back. I would consider myself a LeBron more of a LeBron hater than I am a, in LeBron's camp. Yeah, so your but opinion isn't even biased. But if you take him off of the Cleveland Cavaliers, you they are have. a twenty win team, and for them to give the MVP to a a guy that plays for a team that got eighth place in their conference, it's kind of frustrating. Yeah, the fact that Russell Westbrook <clears throat> hasn't played in over two months, I think that's when his last game was. Give him because... most improved player. Give him most outstanding something. But most valuable, that's trash. He's the most freakish yeah. athlete on the earth. But even with 42 triple-doubles, you don't <clears throat> give him it? No. Oh, uh, okay. No. You looked at his plus and minus off the court and on the court, too. Look at his team's performance. They still made playoffs. They made the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose. Yeah, I, no, yeah, it's I just agree not... with the argument that LeBron should win every year. If you take the most valuable player off of a team, that means that team should not be too good at all. So you... So if you think of this, you take Kevin Durant off that team, they ended up doing worse, obviously, and then his old teammate wins MVP. 
But if you take LeBron off of the Cleveland Cavaliers, that means the team is going to suck. It it doesn't it frustrates me only because the word valuable is debatable. It means it means something to means something different to everyone. For that to be debatable but to me is frustrating. I think but. I agree with you on valuable. I don't I don't think we disagree there. So I don't think if we were to redo all the votes, I wouldn't give him my vote. But he did have a good season. That's not arguable. He did have a good season, but I wouldn't say. But they, there's another side. You have to measure the award based on tangible metrics as opposed to possible metrics. Like I can't say the Cavs possibly would only win this many games without LeBron or blah blah blah. Like Westbrook did what he did, so mm. give him all the credit in the world. It's only been done second time in history. So yeah, but. It's, I think the way they go about giving those awards out is trash. So, me? All right, let's do it. Everybody, have you heard? That you may not need to actually talk to someone ever again to get a job. Thank God. So, this is something that's <laughs> pretty <laughs> cool and pretty scary all at the same time. You ever heard of the company Unilever? Does yeah, Unilever mean anything to you? Is it U-N-I? U-N-I, L-E-V-E-R. It's a big parent company to a lot of sub-brands. They're big what does unilever mean anybody it's soap soap dove soap yeah they're dove. a chemical company that makes soaps and a lot of things but they they are a big company like fight club big yeah. so we you, shouldn't talk about it you don't talk about unilever Mm-mm. no so i'm going to talk about dove instead cool. dove is doing this really really forward thinking thing about not caring about resumes not caring about anything about an applicant until like step five of an interview <laughs> That's the only time you deal with a human, okay? So you fill out your application, and they've accepted so far over 275,000 applications. And artificial intelligence is about able to weed through roughly 60 to 80% of them just to where you don't even have to look at them. don't even have to worry, concern yourself with them based on the things that you're looking for, based on the responses that they give to this type of type of interview. So you fill out an application, and then... You play a set of 12 online games. So you go through these different games that test both your thought processes, critical thinking. They judge the speed in which you react. Um, all, all of these different things that are judged the only way a computer and artificial intelligence can put an al- algorithm together based on all of these things, right? So you play those games, and then you submit videos of yourself, like you're sitting in front of a webcam answering questions based on how you would handle yourself in certain job-related scenarios, okay? And your facial expressions, your tone of voice, your confidence, all of these types of things are judged by artificial intelligence. Wow. You're weeded out. The only time that you get to go to a human is if you make it past an algorithm after all of those steps. They will decide whether you are fit to meet with a board of humans to ask you questions to actually get the job. Oh, I have so many questions. First of all, is Minesweeper one of the games? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Is Tetris? Do you get to play Tetris? Correct. If it was Tetris, I'd be CEO. Right. <laughs> Whoa, <Brad>. Okay. <laughs> so what type of jobs are they finding and hiring for? Well, they've hi- they've been like able line? to hire 400, keep 450 legitimate people out of the 275,000 applications they've gotten. Like executives? Ver- no, or... no, 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 no. Various like, okay. positions. Ranging all the way from internships all the way to high-level programmers. Assembly line. So, yeah, I mean, like, 
Is it just run of the mill server at Applebee's or is it like No, it's they're okay. using it for a lot higher, but okay. what they're finding with today's generation and we're on episode eleven and how many times have we talked about technology how or old we are. The how almost old we are. every episode. So the way that people are applying for jobs right now is online. So the way that the companies are countering that is with online Trickery. responses. I you know, I wish that I had an algorithm that did a lot of the grunt work for me because the software that we use uh, you know, you post a job and, and someone applies for it. And I get the want for an AI to go through this stuff because I posted a job, 60 people submitted an application for it. And one of the, the title said overnight associate it says overnight in the title. Guess how many people have turned in an application that said unavailable to work overnight for that job? almost almost all of them right (laughs) it just makes me want to be like can an ai just kind of say oh well you screwed that up and just filter that out you know you obviously not going to be what we're looking for right and you've got to imagine that the artificial intelligence or the company that's writing the software coming up with these algorithms they're paying them a lot of money Mm -hmm. because they're giving them some pretty accurate aggressive algorithms yeah it might kill the job of the person that is the interviewer, but it creates a whole industry of software engineers. Right. You know, that's that's the what's more important to you kind of con- conversation there. Yeah. You know, do you want to pay someone that's an interviewer? Do you want to pay the software company that develops this and probably goes on to develop a hundred other things? Right. And the people that you interview with, when you finally do get a human interview, you're actually interviewing with like the heads of HR the like head people you're not getting hired by some low level store manager like myself you know mm-hmm. you're getting hired by somebody that's making a decision that's going to matter with the company think of all the costs extremely objectively but think about all of the costs that the companies both incur and save with hiring and firing of people mm-hmm. that's why tenure and you know retention of people is such a big deal turnover The flip side of that is such a big deal because it costs companies so much money Mm -hmm. to hire and train new associates. So for them to, you know, weed through all of those, not have to deal with hiring the people that aren't going to work out based on what the computer says. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy. How long has this been in effect? 2014, I think, is when they started like piloting it. They've that's that's when they started taking applications on it. I think they've received 275,000 applications since 2014. It's not a lot. In, in three years, I mean, for a for giant, a whole, for a giant company, company with a lot of their brands, like Hayden said, they've got a lot of different brands. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, but How is the company doing now? I didn't look that Eventually. up. Actually, I wonder if it's help hindered. I didn't look it up. They're I mean, they're standing behind it to mm-hmm. the point where they're getting you know major well, news organizations to start away where getting that. the they're word one, out. They're one of those companies that half the household brands you use they own mm-hmm. is what they are. Right. Like, literally probably half, if not more than that. But I'd be interested in seeing which one, like, on your application when you submit it, what are red flags to them? Oh, as, God, I can only imagine. As far as, With would extent- it be a strikes policy where if they see, let's say, throw out a number, say it's three on your application. If there's three different things on there that the AI doesn't like, it throws you out. Or if there's only two, you get, on, get to go into whatever... Mm round and go into the but games. think about all of the different qualifications it's going to have to have built into the algorithm for like equal opportunity or affirmative action yeah. or what and if they can just program what they're looking for they can 
they can just say we but want that's someone where that has this level of confidence and this level of whatever. You're so smart. Thank you for the segue into that's the critics yeah. pushback is it still is contru- controlled by humans because the mm. human element is we're putting in what the qualifications are and what we're looking for. So in an essence, it's the AI is it just the takes AI. thirty thousand applications and filters through them for you for what you're. The looking critics are for. saying all it's doing is taking away jobs. It's not. It's not doing anything that a human can't do for you. What it's doing is it's taking away jobs. So that's where the critic side of it is. Is basically that's all it's doing. You're putting in the qualifications or the the parameters is a better word of what the algorithm is. Mm-hmm. So no, I just don't have to waste too much time with interviews. You're just hitting click. Mm-hmm. instead of saying, go look through those applications for me. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. Sounds cool. I don't hate it. You don't yeah, hate I it? Don't, I don't hate it yet. Not yet? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not till the talent managers start disappearing in every retail business across the world and <laughs> everything is done by a computer in the Amazon. back. Amazon. Everything's going to Amazon anyway. Bezos, yeah. He's... Hashtag Whole Foods. <laughs> Talked about Whole Foods. You were up on your BRV, you'd know this. This last episode. I, I, I saw the Instagram. <laughs> Everybody, have you heard? Uh, that we're going to have a total solar eclipse that you can see right here at home in yeah. Tennessee. Uh, literally, this never happens in North America. Sorry for those of you listening in Hong Kong. You're not going to see it. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is they get to see them all the, not all the time, but quite frequently. They actually happen almost a few times a year. Just not visible in North America. A few times a year. Yeah, they're actually a lot more common than you think. Just not in North America. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'd... it's a big deal for us, Wade. Just accept it. It's going to be awesome. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but no, it's gonna the the path that you want to that most visible. It's going to go right over my house. It is going right over Wade's house. Um, so if you guys want his address, <laughs> I, I thought that was in. coming. Call in. I thought that was coming. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I will post it on our Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, his address, uh, GPS coordinates to his Had house. that coming. Yeah. Just follow the eclipse, man. You'll find me. Yeah. Um, but it's going to go from Oregon and it's kind of an S shaped line. That's not a line. A cu- it's a curve. Okay. It's a little bit of a curve. It has a little, S-curve. um, but it stretches across a little well, S actually, S-band. did you happen to catch the maps episode of stuff you should know? No. The I saw reason that on there. It, they explain the reason of why the line has an S curve in it. It's pretty awesome. So go check that one out. Okay. Um, of why, when you're looking at a map, that that line's not straight of the sun coming across the sky. Got it. It's very interesting. Okay. Because technically it is a straight line, but not when you're looking at a map. It's aliens. So. <laughs> <laughs> aliens it, dude, it, my mind. Whoa, my mind got blown about maps when I was listening to that episode. Like there's a, I thought I knew a lot about maps, but then I was like, holy crap! It's the how maps work. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. If you ever wondered why you see like a a curved line on a map in some weird S shape for something that's supposed to be a straight line, it's because I'm not gonna, but it it explains it and it's very neat. The okay. reason why I'm gonna listen to it. But anyways, it's gonna go from Oregon. It's gonna kind of S around the U S. and kind of and it will exit the U S. through South Carolina, uh, which means that it passes right over Tennessee. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty you, – basically, you'll be able to see it from many, many, many miles away from the line. It's just you won't get to see the the full coverage. You'll of see center. a partial eclipse. You'll see a partial. Right. If you live in Chattanooga, you Chattanooga listeners, you're going to have to drive up a little bit. Can't see it in Chattanooga. Can't see it in Nashville. 
But Sweetwater, Tennessee, it's apparently very easy accessible because it's right there on the interstate, and it's right smack dab in the middle of the line. I have read many articles that said that Sweetwater, Tennessee is going to have one of the best views in the world. Wouldn't doubt it. In the world, just because of the amount of time it's going to be full coverage of total darkness. Like, the maximum coverage you can get in a solar eclipse is 2 minutes and 40 seconds. And Sweetwater, Tennessee will get 2 minutes and 37 seconds of total darkness. Probably also because Sweetwater doesn't have to deal with light pollution when it does go dark. Well, that's debatable. I mean, there's uh, a lot not as much. of factories okay. out there. But, but there's Definitely been, not I'm as just bad saying as, not like as Knoxville much as, or, yeah. true. or Chattanooga. Right. Or, I was just poking fun Yeah, I know Sweetwater. I know. But, I mean, I live in Sweetwater. But, so I've seen so we've narrowed down the address <laughs> i've heard about There's all of the else. festivities and stuff that are going on and how the whole the whole town is just going crazy i mean hotels sold out you know there's a bunch of stuff going on in hotels around the area i've read articles about scientists and astronomers from germany and australia that are going to be flying and trying to get hotels and come like one guy said that i've been doing astronomy for like 30 years or whatever and this is in my opinion going to be the most photographed astro astronomical event in the united states ever wouldn't doubt it i'm gonna take some pictures i'm gonna be at wade's house what how day? crazy you have to have 37 so now like let's wild oak lake no <laughs> no no i'm it's, gonna it's i'm wild gonna wild berry oh, got it no i'm you gonna know. i'm gonna find it on google earth and just take a screenshot of wade's house jesus can we stop talking about and, my house and put that on instagram and just, i have kids y'all and y'all just heard figure wade's it out house. i want to see your trailer <laughs> I got kids. And, and y'all just figure it out. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Hey, we record this at my house. Okay. <laughs> we got to tell these people the protective equipment they better use so that nobody blind, you know, blames me for going blind. Ah! Yeah. So blind! You, you're going to want to wear <laughs> some yeah, yeah. decent sunglasses when doing this. Uh, I think you can take them off briefly when it is in the full total eclipse. But you're going to want to put your sunglasses no. back on. No. I was told. Oh, the, well, what I read, don't. <laughs> like, you've got to have special sunglasses to look at them. Like, you can't, you can't, it's not even safe or recommended to look at it with sunglasses on. Oh, you go, you can go to your nearest theater, grab 3D sunglasses yeah. from the counter. You could just selfie the whole thing. Like, just, just you know, get yourself, like, solar eclipse selfie. Just get a magnifying glass so you can see it better. <laughs> <laughs> or get your telescope out yeah no, so if you want to burn no. your retinas listen to the last 30 seconds again if you want to save your so eyeballs hints. Like please this. just get some solar like please don't look at it with a telescope god <laughs> not again you'd no. regret that that not yeah. again learn the first seven not times. again that that's how you get pink eye mm-hmm. so <laughs> like burned <laughs> out of your skull pink yeah eye. Mm-hmm. So it'd be really cool if you don't live anywhere near where you can see it. Then Wait get there. It is. Get there. You don't have to, don't come to my house. <laughs> There's plenty of other places in Sweetwater where you can get good meth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't we know it? So I don't have anything else on my list, man. I lit- I literally have nothing else. Well, it was fun. Yeah, I think it was good. Now this is where we have fun. Can you I- ready? Uh, I'm now it's about yep. to get started. You've been yep. hanging out for a couple hours, and now we're going to get started. Hayden, so. get the peanut butter. Anyway, thanks for joining us, everybody. See you on the next one. Hey, 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening. As always, we love to hear your feedback. Do us a favor and go to your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and click that like and follow button for all your episode updates and releases. Like us at The Big Red Van Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Big Red Van Pod. And as always, you can just send us an old fashioned email at TheBigRedVanPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and it means the world. Just share us with a friend.